Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our second annual summer road tour powered by Echo, Kohler Engines, Site One, and Nice Job. We are traveling the country, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. All right, everybody, welcome to South Carolina. I'm here with Alex Kirby and Chris Hollis. Chris Hollis. <laughs> Sorry, I'm used to living in the shadows. That's where I belong. <laughs> From, uh, well, you knew uh, what kind of car I drive because I yes. pulled up here. You're like, oh, that's not the Infinity. Yeah. That's yeah. like, how do you know all my vehicles, man? I watch what you do, man. Okay. Well, it says Trifecta Landscaping's watching, so I don't, I don't know who's watching. That's I thought true. it was Alex. We both share the account, yeah. so okay. it could be both of us. Thank you to the sponsors for making all of this possible. Our friends at Echo, Site One, Kohler Engines, and Nice Job. So we appreciate them giving me the opportunity to come out here and see your brand new shop. New shop. Brand new baby. Brand new baby. <laughs> Nine days. Congratulations. Thank you. Cal's healthy. and Cal's healthy, man. He's perfect. My wife was a champ. She did a, man, labor was like two and a half hours. No time for medicine. Just went she didn't do any medicine. None. She did natural the first one because she wanted to. And this one, she was like, man, I really don't want to do this. But the labor was so intense and fast. The doctors were like, we don't have time for anything except birth. So she's a hero. It was nuts. Wow. Do you have any children, Chris? Nope. Nope. Just celebrated two years being married. My wife and I are in the conversation of what all that looks like for us. But uh, we're excited to be having the conversation. But she's like, no, not yet. <laughs> so, but we say that, you know, whatever God decides to do is what God That's decides right. to do. That's right. That's all. That's the only thing you can do. You, you let it stress you out. Um, it'll, it'll crush you, you know, like the, the expectations and so many other people, you know, struggle with that. So you can't let, let it get you down. But Paul, thanks for joining us here though, by the way, I know you said it, but I want to thank you for, for coming up here, man. Um, yeah, we just moved over here to Irmo, which is like the North suburb of where we were. We were on the, I guess you would call it the Southwest suburb of our city. Yeah. We're sort of like a, like a star. So we have four ma- major suburbs. Okay. There's a north, west, um, southwest. There's not really a south suburb, and then a and then a west. And so we moved completely the other side of the of the spectrum. So big deal for us. Big deal. Our our uh, our radius of work is much more the northwest side than the where we were. So yeah, it's awesome. we're very central now. But we very s- you started the company in this side of town. Yeah, I did. Before moving to the south side of town. What so year did you start Trifecta? January 1st of 2017. Wow. Yeah. So four and a half years we're in now. And how many employees do you have now? 25. Wow. I yeah. met Linda. Linda. Met she, Chris. Yeah. We've, we've corresponded oh, before. Yeah. And uh, you, and then there's 22 others. Yeah. We got two managers, a production and a field manager. And then we've got uh, 21 people in the field. Wow. Yeah. And I guess if you count me, 26. Yeah. 
and you guys are doing sod <laughs> and uh sod man's on his way hard huh? trying to <laughs> come trying to his money <laughs> yeah that time of the month and uh you guys are obviously mowing, mowing edging trimming blowing Man. i've seen your pine straw work so, yep. so you basically do maintenance plus installation do you yep. are you in the fertilizer and weed control yep. game or? we just got in that game this year we got our manager licensed and uh, we've got 100 accounts already, I think, on the fertilizing side, which is pretty great. We're really stoked about that. That was our goal for the whole year. And so halfway through the year to be at 100, we're pretty we're pretty pumped. We didn't really even put any money into it, Chris. We no. just used organic marketing, right? Yeah, we used mostly organic because it was mostly mm-hmm. we turned on the clients that we knew were getting fertilizer from somewhere yeah. and corresponded those with customers we already had and said, hey, if y'all want to go from paying two companies to one and maybe save a buck or two, we'd love to give you an offer. And we got a really good response the first few weeks. And yeah, we did. And by the first probably four months in, once it really started to warm up, we were pretty much at Man. 80, 90 clients. Yeah. We picked up a handful more since then. So uh, we yeah. were really happy with the response of it. We're averaging like two a week, one and a half. Well, if you want to be weird, one and a half a week. Okay. So we're, we're hoping to be at 150 by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited, Alex, for you to dive into your story because yeah. a lot of the guys that are listening right now, they're either solo, just you know, doing a hundred and thousand, hundred and fifty thousand a year revenue, right? Controlling their own schedule, working their butt off. Some of them have a second or third employee, but most guys listening right now have one crew, and it's just intimidating. It's a juggling act just to yeah. bring in enough revenue to put food on the table and get diapers and, right. and pay yeah. your taxes on time, and like just take care of one crew, right? Then you get into the second crew, and guys are calling me. We're doing coaching calls, and they're yeah. they're they going bald and gray. Like oh, yeah. it's stressful. So for you to say 2017, you start 2021, you got 25 employees. Mo- yeah. Most guys can't compute. Like that's just, I can barely compute. Yeah. <laughs> you you so, haven't slept in five years. Yeah, so I want to hear the story and, and I yeah. want the on- honesty. Cause I know you, sure. no one does four years. Perfect. But what did, what did you learn from the mistakes? What would you have done differently? And then what, what would you have done the same? Like, tell us the right. story. Cause guys, want to get where you're at. It's just so intimidating. What to does do it, it look like? Yeah. So the beginning was where was working at a church full time. Uh, I have a Bible degree, played baseball in college, was thankful to what position did you play. I played out all three outfield positions in, in college. They put me out right field. Look alive, Paul. Look alive. <laughs> <laughs> I played in right field. But right field and, and Look alive, Paul. Yeah. I can hear my coach. I'll be out there looking at the girls. See a left-hander come out the bat. You're like, oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Look alive, Paul. <laughs> how, how old were you when you playing? I played up until uh, we called it A-League. So, yeah. no, I was on a 13-year-old travel ball team. 13 years old. Okay. I, they stuck me out. Gary Gertenslager stuck me out right field. And, Whoa. Look alive, Jameson. Look alive. <laughs> they put, if you guys don't play baseball, though. They yeah, usually put right. the worst guy in right field. Until <laughs> you get to, to, to college. A lot of yeah. our, two of our best players were the outfielders. But anyway, so played there, got school, uh, met the Lord when I was 19 at school and kind of hit this dilemma. I got married to my wife young. She was 21. I was 23 right out of college and looked at her after about like three months of marriage. And, and we, I remember coming home and being like, opening the door. And I was like, Hey, this isn't going to work. And she was like, that's not a great greeting for the day. And I was like, all day I was thinking about how this is never going to work monetarily. Um, she was making 12 bucks an hour, her job, I was making a salary, but like 14, but no benefits, no overtime and no way to really get a raise. Um, and so I said, I've got to figure something out. So started praying about it, started doing baseball lessons, umpiring. And then that's when the big the thing happened. This guy that was a, a guy at our church posted on Facebook who 
can I hire that cuts grass? Well, I can't find anybody. That was his post word for word. Wow. I messaged him and said, Hey, I, I don't really have any experience, but, um, I would love to come cut your grass. You look pretty close to me. And he said, great. Um, met with him, said he paid me 40 bucks. Couldn't believe that you could make that kind of money cutting grass. I had never cut grass. My, we, had, we had an acre to cut. My dad was obsessed with it. So he did it all growing up. So I had a YouTube. This is a true story. I YouTube had edge, had no idea what Jason Creel come up or who, who came I don't up. remember who came up. <laughs> I, I just, this is like kind of when YouTube was just like, you did it. You weren't really following people at the time. You were just kind of looking for information. Yeah. And so this is 2016. So I actually didn't understand the edging wasn't taking the weed eater and just hitting the grass off of the concrete. I didn't know you're supposed to like make a crisp line. If that, I mean, that's how bad, cause, cause I did it the first time at his house and he called me 30 minutes later. He's like, Hey, you forgot to edge. And I was like, I was confident I did it. Right. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. I'll be back tomorrow. You know, <laughs> lied to him. So anyway, so I started cutting grass in the end of 2016, middle to end of 2016, make some money. And then stuff at the church wasn't working out exactly how I hoped. Just kind of some leadership disagreements, nothing crazy. And quit my job there um, and was like, okay, what do we do? And my wife, we were talking about how do, how do we, you know, meet, meet our goals, make our dreams come to reality. And she goes, she said, well, why don't we, your grass thing's going really good on Fridays. What would that look like if you could do it five days a week? And I did the number. I was like, yeah, this could be sweet if you could multiply this by five. And that's what happened. So we started trifecta first of the year, 2017. Solo, just you, just me. Yeah. So I mean, you don't want to start a lawn care company how many, in January. You only had one customer. How many did you? I have? probably had eight customers. Um, but I mean, did we even have an agreement at the time? I had no idea. They were just like, "Yeah, come every couple of weeks, and we'll pay you." You know, it was nothing of a formal thing. But I did have a Facebook page, and I did know how to like reach people with like texting people, like, "Hey, if I can ever help you, let me know." Didn't understand any of the marketing and business stuff. You didn't yet. have trifecta yet. You're watching. I, I actually had made the okay. logo trifecta. Okay. And I didn't want to do Trinity because that was, you know, I didn't want to alienize anybody. Right. And I was watching Steph Curry and they said, hit the trifecta. And I was like, man, that's a sweet name. That could be Trinity. <laughs> so yeah. a, a good alternative. So I, trifecta is where it came from. But um, yeah, so I started full time in, in, in January and like, there's no grass and we don't have snow here. So everyone was like telling me like, what are you going to do? And that's when someone told me about pine straw and I was like, what is that? And they were like, yeah, you can just, people love it, spread it all over. And man, I must've put out 300 bales in my first couple weeks, you know? So anyways, that's where trifecta birth started January, 2017, had my first employee in March of that, of that year. Um, my goal was to get to 60 accounts that first year, got to 60 by the end of April. Um, I had a full-time and a part-time guy that whole year. And then I would get a couple of college guys for big jobs. And I'm stuff. interested to hear from five, six accounts to 60 mm -hmm. in, in, by the end of the spring. How do we do it? Yeah. Um, I called it what I now term spider web marketing. So I went through all my contacts in my phone, crafted a three sentence text message and texted every single person that I'd ever come in contact with in my life on my phone. That was the number one thing. Just said, Hey, I'm here. Uh, I'm starting a business. I hope you're doing well. I would love the opportunity to serve you. I didn't try to sell them. I just let them know. Must have gotten 15 people just off of that. And I had a lot of people. Cousin Pookie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba Gump. Yeah. Bubba, yeah. Bubba Gump from down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we in South Carolina. Y'all yeah. don't have Cousin Pookie. Oh, no, no. We got, in we Atlanta. Got, yeah, no. We got Cousin You ain't Bo. texting the whole directory. Yeah. I'll tell we, you that. Yeah. We, got, we got Bo. He's got the boat. Bo. Yeah. And, it doesn't float, yeah. but he's got the boat. That's funny. <laughs> 
So I just did that. And then I printed some brochures uh, from the church before I quit, you know, a little free, free paper there and uh, passed them out like four neighborhoods. Didn't know you weren't really allowed to do that at the time in terms of like, I kind of put in their, not in their mailbox, but I kind of wedged it, you know? And so I must've got 10 or 15 there. And then Facebook at the time was great. Now, Facebook now is not the best marketing arm because they've manipulated it. What we've learned, but at the time for sailor wanted groups were just now starting. Do you know what those are, Paul? Yes. And so they were so popular and people would go, who's the best landscaper? And only like five people at the time were like, Oh, this guy's great. Well, I would just message the people once they tagged me. Now it's 45 comments and there's no point of even responding to them when people tag me in them. But at the time they were new and I got tons of work off those groups. So I would say, and then, you know, then I guess just people seeing you in the neighborhood once you got a little bit of a start. Um, that's how, I mean, it just blew up so fast. My mom probably helped too. My parents are pretty well known in our area. So I'm not going to say that my mom and dad like tell them they're friends at church. Um, but yeah, just crazy growth so fast. Coming right up, Alex, I want you to share more. Uh, once you're at that 60 customer mark, you're going in the May, yeah. you're in year one, you're still learning everything. You're learning how to edge. <laughs> you're only three months into knowing how to put down a crispy edge and uh, pine straw. We'll hear more of the story coming right up. Calling all landscape pros who want to get serious about healthy turf and a healthier bottom line. It's time to throw down new innovations. Built on 50 years of proven agronomic proficiency, Lesco fertilizers, control products, seed and equipment are engineered to produce more resilient turf. We'll continue to bring new technologies, so no matter the day, you'll always bring your A-game. Upgrade and outperform with Lesco. Visit site1.com slash Lesco today to learn more. Hello, it's Marty from the Green Industry Podcast team, and are you looking to grow your service business? If so, visit NiceJob.com. NiceJob, these guys are a reputation marketing software that will help your business collect two to three times more reviews on Google, Facebook, and all the platforms that matter. You'll also get automated marketing tools to help you share that social proof to get more sales and more leads. Start with a 14-day free trial at NiceJob.com. Kohler introduces an industry-first 300-hour oil change kit. The innovative oil change kit includes new Kohler Pro 10W50 full synthetic oil and Kohler Pro Extended Life oil filter, which when paired together, triple the oil change interval in Kohler gas engines from 100 hours to 300 hours. You can reduce your annual oil change costs by up to 50% while improving equipment uptime and productivity. Kohler Pro 10W50 oil is engineered for increased wear protection under extreme operating conditions. Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits are available for most Kohler engines. Contact your local Kohler authorized dealer to learn more about Kohler Pro 300-hour oil change kits. Kohler, powering your profitability since 1920. Yeah, this is just a job. Kind of like this is just a blower. You're just some friends taking in the fall colors. The Echo PB9010, 220 mile per hour wind speeds, 1100 cubic feet per minute of bye-bye. It's just the most powerful backpack blower in the world. So maybe that was just a job after all. Echo, power on and on. You're riding along on the Green Industry Podcast 2021 Summer Road Tour, powered by Echo. All right, friends, we are back with Alex Kirby. 
here at Trifecta and Chris, the marketing social media kind of right hand man. Uh, we're going to hear how marketing played into this, but you're in year one, you're at 60 customers. You don't really know what you're doing. You're learning on the fly. Learn on the fly. How, how's that May? Yeah. So that May was nuts. I mean, trying to be as transparent as possible and looking back, I probably, I don't remember having a lot of turnover, but I remember having a lot of callbacks because as a lot of guys listening probably know, people want to support a small business. They don't want to hire a guy who's trying to make it and fire him the first time. But I do remember being like, hey, you missed this. Or I was trying to answer the phone and, and all the things we all listening know that it takes when you're a solo operator and trying to do the admin stuff. And so I had a lot of callbacks. I remember that. It wasn't necessarily a bad job, but you missed us this. So remember we talked about this and I wasn't taking good notes at the time, did not have a software to take client notes and information based on their property, wasn't taking pictures like we should be. So it was a whirlwind. I mean, we did... $240,000 that first year. Wow. And I have no idea how we did that. Um, we did, I remember doing one big project. I got this one big project. I'll kind of tell the story real fast. Great. This is a crazy story about how to follow up with somebody early in my business. I think it was March. I got a 25 bail job downtown at this wealthy area. Didn't know them at all. They found me on Facebook and, um, went down there to do 25 bales. You're talking about making 75 bucks, right? And I had a kid helping me, so you're not making any money. But um, we did a good job. She called me back the next week, said, hey, you want to do eight yards of mulch? And I'm like, sweet, this is going to turn from seven, you know, 25 bales to seven yards of mulch, come out some decent money now. Started raining as soon as the mulch got delivered. And it was a circle driveway, so I had to move the mulch because they couldn't pull through. Did the mulch in the pouring rain. And the guy came, the, the husband came home and he was so impressed. He called me that night and said, Alex, you don't know this, but I'm a CEO of a large company. And I've never seen young men be able to finish and start a job in those conditions before. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do an install job at our office. I pull up, it ended up being 80 yards of mulch, uh, 300 plants, and a little bit of other landscaping. Other than that, it was pretty much just plants and mulch, though. Have you ever dug a hole and put a plant in Never before? had before. <laughs> Never. Nope. I, YouTube. <laughs> I, I did. I subbed, I subbed a guy out to do the, the digging the holes part, yeah. the spacing. I was like, hey, I don't know how to space this. I'll, I'll do the manual labor side of it, but I need you to tell Hopefully me. Hopefully he had a drip line. Or, yeah. yeah. He did the drip line and all that. Yep. But it was like $16,000, right? Some crazy number. That helped me propel my business so much faster. That was like April. And that cash flow, being able to buy a few more things I needed, feeling like I could spend a little money on um, a better, I can't remember, I bought it, like maybe another mower, like a push mower or something I didn't have. I think I had a crappy like Husqvarna and ended up buying like an $800 Honda or something. But anyways, it just propelled me. That was a huge, that was a game changer going from a, 25 bail job to a $18,000 job just because we did mulch in the rain, you know? Yeah. You never know who's watching you. I was, we were talking about Mr. Producer off air. Um, he produces Brian Fullerton's podcast, Fullerton Unfiltered. Tim Schmoyer, who's a huge YouTuber, he teaches people how to do YouTube video creators. Mm -hmm. He listens to Brian Fullerton's podcast and he's like, man, your show is so good. He's like, my producer, well, uh, you know, yeah. he's like, I could can you give me the contact information yeah. of your producer? Then he hired Mr. Producer. And so you never know who's watching right. you. The CEO of the company, you're out there in the rain. I know where I buy my mulch. If, if it die, they dye it. And so if it rains, it, it washes it, the exactly. color. And it's like stain is concrete. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are out there hustling. He's watching you. You get a $16,000 job. Now you got confidence. Yes. Like, I just did a $16,000 right. job. I remember when I did my first 15, $14,000 job, I was like, 
14,000 bucks, right. you know, like I made that in one year. Like when, when I come out exactly. of college, I made 12,000 bucks that year. <laughs> I mean, it was in the half year, but I remember looking at my banks, you know, the tax thing, it was like 12,000 bucks. I just made that in two days. Isn't that crazy? 14. Yeah. So, you, so, but it puts a, a you get yeah. your shoulders back a little bit and you're like, come on, yeah, somebody. You get, that confidence I got was huge. And so we mostly did maintenance the first year, but that besides a couple of jobs like that, pine straw mulch and then light cleanups. So anyways, going fast forward and through that year, um, I was looking to expand the next year. I was like, man, how can I land a big account? So like I had all these small accounts. How can I land what I call big fish and was able to land the biggest contract we still have today. Um, that's so 2018, 2018. I made a call to this guy. I knew he worked there and I must've called. I just, I did call on the right day. They had just fired a company. Um, they're a, they're a home builder. And so they have a lot of inventory to mow and I was doing mowing in their neighborhood. So I was like, man, I wonder who mows their houses that are for sale. Happened to call. I knew a guy there sort of through a, a girl that went to the church I worked at. It was like, Hey, can I have your dad's number and called him? I guess I called the right day. They had just fired the company before and, and I had no business getting this contract. I only had <laughs> me and another crew. I was just starting. So like a brand new crew. And basically he gave me like a two week show me thing. And now it's a multi hundred thousand dollar contract that we still do today. And uh, so that propelled me big time too into in year two, because we went to two crews and then that led to three crews with this contract, just building and building. So we went from one crew first year, three crews by the end of year two. And then year three, 2019, I hired my first manager and we went to five crews. And um, yeah, so we went to five crews and then last year we went to seven and now we're at eight. So how, Alex, how do you have... I think Caleb Allman said that no one's going to work as hard as Alex Kirby in yeah. your business. Maybe at best someone will give 80%, but they don't have the passion or the care that or the that, time that you have. So how do you have seven crews out there and they're actually not edging like you did right. day one? How, how are they putting down crispy edges, blowing everything, doing it right and, and representing yeah. your company? That's well, great question. How, how do you have seven crews out there that are faithful and reliable? Well, I, I didn't do it as good as I should have in terms of having a training module and stuff like that. We were growing so fast that I just kind of threw people out there and trained them on the job. Now, which is good. You should train on the job, but I should have had a two day boot camp, right? And I didn't. And my manager, we were getting so many quotes. I mean, I hired him, I think March 1st of that year. You weren't here yet, Chris, but I mean, we were doing 10 quotes a day. Wow. And he was doing like, if he's not doing them, I'm doing them. And we're supposed to be managing five crews at the same time. So it was crazy. And that was a big thing that we did not do a good job of is at least having the crew leader be very experienced and then the crew leader training on the job, something. So big, big mistake that I made. And I hope your listeners here is not having a two day boot camp, one day on equipment, one day on protocols, procedures, and efficiency. That's what I would, that's what we're working towards now is, when we bring guys in at least having one day where we kind of fit that in, but it's hard, right? Because, and, and this is where I talked, I talked to a lot of guys online too. I do some business coaching, as you know, and shout I, out, you can shout out yeah, your thing, man. I don't really have a company name for it. Um, a lot of guys reach out to me through trifecta. Um, we do have a, a second company we started called pure media solutions that, that kind of do it through that. But I probably coach 10 to 15 guys a year on five to seven sessions on average. And the biggest one is how do you train train people? Because you don't want to pay them over, like by the time it's four four days of work and you're on overtime. So 
you tell yourself, I'm not going to pay him overtime to train and not make money. And that's, it's hard to do. So how do you flex that? So that's something we're working on now. We're doing, me and Chris are actually about to do a little video uh, for new hires and do some of the basic stuff just on a video instead of having to bring them in the office so they can watch at home or something like that. But yeah, so how did I get the quality control piece? One was having a manager. The biggest one is the manager we hired. He had 18, 20 years experience, worked for three of the top four companies in our city. They're large companies. He's very, very knowledgeable about landscape maintenance. And he was a huge asset. So he was really good at training. And, you know, it's hard to find. And a lot of guys, I get this one all the time too, is where do you find experienced people? There's not many of those around anymore. Like the experienced people have their own little thing or they went to do something else because they got burned too many times. So they were told they were going to get a raise and they capped out. This one, you ever heard this one, Paul is like the guy who's experienced like, well, I love landscaping, but every time I kept getting to the top, I would say I was going to get a promotion and I was capped at 18 bucks an hour. And so now I don't do landscaping anymore. I do something else. And so we're just now finding, we've probably hired three guys in the last month who have experience. And that's like some of the only hires we've ever found who have experience. And I've probably hired over 75 people. These seven crews, are they two man crews or three man crews? So we have eight crews now. Eight crews. Um, three of them are three mans. We have our commercial crew is a three man. Our little, little train of thought is if it's averages over an acre property route, then we are cool with it being a three man. Um, so that's commercial route is a three man or, or if there's like five houses on the same street. So our builders routes, we have, now we've actually landed two more builder accounts. We, we have three of the top four builders in the state. We hold the contracts here in Columbia. And so our builder route has three cause there's two guys mowing, one guy edge and weeding. And then the rest of them are residentials and they're two mans. Okay. And landscaping's three man too. The general, the, the general manager guy that you're speaking so highly of, what's yeah. his day to day look like? So Travis is our production manager. And I guess I, op, I act as the operations manager. I do most of the scheduling. I do all the scheduling, hiring, and the day-to-day insurances and meetings and all that stuff, um, paying bills. His day-to-day is, we try to get him done with quotes. He does like the landscaping and the commercial quotes. And so we try to get his quotes done by lunchtime. And then he does quality control, bidding, and anything like that in the afternoon. And then the field manager does kind of more of the running equipment around, making sure guys are to where they're supposed to be. If there's something happening, he kind of does the, those types of tasks. Okay. And I know it might be different, uh, commercial versus your residential clients, but I get asked all the time about billing, collecting money. What have you learned is the, the most fluid, efficient way and, and the best for your cash flow? What what works best for trifecta? If you don't mind sharing, I don't mind at all. We do something completely different than a lot of people. We actually had, I'm going to laugh because we had this one. We usually, I was going to say, we never get complaints about it until we, yesterday, we got this one lady calling and she was like, not understanding why we do this, but we charge actually at the first of the month. Um, we explain it to our customers, just like you pay for Netflix and Hulu before you use it. You pay for our services before you get it so that you can reserve your spot in our route and ensure that we're going to not give you up or not make it. Mm-hmm. And we have actually had great response <laughs> yesterday. Um, we rarely have anyone complain about that. We don't do a long-term contract. We do month to month. You can cancel at the end of each month. Mm-hmm. So we charge at the first of the month and you have to pay by the fifth day of the month um, with, with for no fee. You guys use a CRM or? Yeah, we use Jobber. So Jobber has been a huge help for us. There's a lot of good ones out there. Element's good too. Um, what's the one? Service Autopilot, SAP? Service Autopilot. Her, yeah, Naylor, great Naylor uses that one. 
I know Caleb loves Element, the detail to big landscaping yeah, jobs. Yeah, Element's definitely featured more for landscaping, hardscaping. Yeah, for sure. but for guys that are just doing high volume maintenance jobbers, yeah, jobbers solid. Great. Yeah, and Simple they've gotten and better. Now, now, and and I am a you know partner with them, so I'm not gonna. I always try to disclose that, but they have gotten so much better in the last 12 months at their upgrades and their features for landscaping specifically. That's so much better. Do you get cards on file for these customers or, or do <laughs> yeah, you ha- can now we don't like to pay the high fee uh, that the credit card company or jobber charges because of, because of the company that charges them. We actually found a little bit of a loop to get the fee down through another supplier. A friend of mine owns a credit card processing company. Um, so we charge, we don't charge any fees. Um, we get to, it's a low fee compared to Jobber. But yeah, w- which which means we can't keep card on file, <laughs> which is frustrating. We're looking for a way to fix that right now because Jobber won't allow you to. Um, but so I you, you, you emailed the invoice yeah, out on the first it. of the month yep. through the, Jobber? The day or? before. Okay. So the day before the next month. So if it's... um, We're in July. So July 31. Yeah. All your customers are going to get an email. For August. With, uh, let's say it's a 200 or $300 account. Mm-hmm. And then they have till August 5 to pay. It. August 5. We usually do a grace period of five more days, like 10 days. And then the second, the 11th day hits, you get a 5 or $10 fee. So that helps because I know guys listening, it's like, 25 employees, however much they're getting paid. That's that give about give you a heart attack when it comes to pay 25 people. Our payroll is 25 <laughs> to $35,000. You know, I'll just give a range. I won't say exactly, but it's, it's yeah. Every two weeks. Yeah. Every two weeks. And so with your cash flow system, yeah. that way, you know, you, you can sleep like a baby at night. Yeah. You don't want people canceling right before you pull up to, to your job. And to me, this helps ensure we rarely, rarely have that happen. Sure. There's customers that we didn't see, didn't pay, and we still went, but it rarely happens now. Most, because what, what happens is and guys listening, you're losing twice because if they cancel right before you pull up, that means the customer who called yesterday, who wanted in that route and you said, no, we don't have any room. You're not, you're losing a customer and you're not getting one. So it helps you not lose twice is something I, we talk about. Awesome. Well, I'd love to pick your guys' brain about marketing. We have reached our limit. You, uh, we're just warming up, but uh, can we do a, a, another episode and, and talk about For marketing? Sure. Absolutely. Cool. Well, here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to kick it back to the best producer in the biz, back in the ATL, Mr. Producer. And uh, we're going to have another episode um, with Alex and Chris and, and talk about marketing as kind of your wheelhouse mm-hmm. and uh, obviously yours as well. <laughs> and um, that's going to come out on a future date. So uh, you can follow the podcast and then uh, keep your eye out. And we'll have uh, part two coming up and follow. Um, you, you guys are on tri- uh, Trifecta Landscaping on Instagram and the Down to Business yep. podcast. Yeah, and TikTok. And yep. TikTok. There you go. We'll have more coming up with Alex and Chris on a future episode of the Green and Tree podcast. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jameson. Thanks again to Nice Job, Site One, Kohler Engines, and Echo for powering our second annual summer road tour. And don't forget to smash that follow button to stay up to date with the newest episodes as the tour rolls on. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.